0: This is Corolla Digital.
1: Hey, you guys. It's me, Allison. I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to the show, and if you like what you're hearing, which, come on, let's face it, you do, make sure to tell a friend. You can find us on iTunes, the app, or my site, allisonrosen.com.
2: Allison, Rosen, Allison, Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, we have again Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend
1: Hello my little baby carrots it's me Allison welcome to another special Allison and Gary episode and you I forget you guys how rude of me I'm sorry welcome to another all of us episode of my show How are you guys doing we have a lot A lot to get to. That's a total lie. We just have a few things that we I want to hit. And then we can just hang out. But first, I think we have an iTunes comment of the week.
2: Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments. And don't forget to click five stars.
0: All right. This week's iTunes comment of the week comes from my nickname or one to pin. And it's titled, Allison and Gary are simply wonderful.
1: What does or one to pin even mean?
0: I'm really not sure. Okay,
1: I I, I just have to say something, which is, I love this comment. There's a lot of mistakes in it. And she explains why. She'll get to that in a certain point. But as you're listening, you're going to be thinking, that doesn't quite make sense. And that is part of why I love it. But I want you to know I'm not laughing at it. I'm laughing with it because I do love it. Here we go.
0: Allison Rosen is an extremely down-to-earth. And Perspective Individual.
1: Perspective.
0: (laughs) She and Gary will be sure to provide you with their insight on the day-to-day and their day-to-day. What excites me most about this podcast is hearing from two people I feel I can relate to on a perspective level. Guests, but why? (laughs) I'm not saying this because I'm unhappy with the guests that are chosen to participate in this podcast, but profoundly wonderful BTW. Uh, I'm saying this because I'd be totally satisfied with listening to the thoughts of Alison Rosen and input given by Gary. Thank you. Have I mentioned yet that the precise pronunciation of words by Alison Rosen? That was one of my first thoughts listening to Alison. She speaks very well. Well, I hope I'm articulating myself well. I'm slightly intoxicated, but super excited about this (laughs) podcast.
1: I think we all are.
0: I've been, wa- <laughs> I've been wanting to write a review for a while, not only in hopes to be chosen for the iTunes comment of the week, but because I know Allison will read this and I hope appreciate it and realize, if even for a day, how wonderful she is.
1: Oh, thank you.
0: Witty, humorous, fun, beautiful, one of a kind. Oh. Anyways, I hope you too, Allison and Gary, may read this. Oh, wait, have read this. My biggest hope is that I've made a tiny impact. You're both truly loved and appreciated by so many individuals, and I don't know what I'd do with my downtime if not for you two. And I'm sure many others that take part in making this podcast happen. Thank you so much. I love you all. Kelly.
1: Actually, it's pretty much just us. And uh, thank you. I love the comment. I spent some time trying to figure out if you wrote perspective but meant perceptive. But I don't want you guys to think that I scrutinize in that Cause, okay, that's now I'm now. I'm, I'm going to get back to that comment, but I have to say, when I used to write about music, people would always worry that I was judging their music tastes, and I never was. And um, now that I'm talking about – or people think because I'm a writer that I'm judging their grammar. By the way, I have no idea how to use a comma anymore. I'm beginning to wonder if I ever knew. Commas, baffling to me. In fact – when I uh, worked at Time Out New York, I remember getting a little note from an editor that said, Allison, meet comma, comma, meet Allison. And I thought, you're so clever. <clears throat> so what I'm saying is I'm not any sort of grammar Nazi, except for what I am. So I don't want you to think that I'm scrutinizing your comments or anything. I don't even read all of them. I think we all know that's a lie. Uh, but yeah, I don't know if you meant perspective or perceptive. I guess I'll never know. But I did love your comment, and I love that you admitted that you were intoxicated while writing it. Gary, did you have something to say? You don't have to have, but I thought perhaps I had. No, I
0: didn't. It. Okay. I...
1: Okay, then. I have to ask you a question, though. Here we go. Okay, so last night during the Adam Carolla show, Adam said, Maybe I can make Gary feel bad. And then I said, Gary always feels bad.
0: What he said was, Hopefully, we can make Gary, hopefully, Gary will feel bad.
1: Oh, okay. And yeah. what
0: you said was yeah.
1: Okay, I said Gary always, or Gary already feels bad, or Gary always feels I think bad. It was always. Okay, and then he said, "Well, maybe I can make him feel worse," which was, I'm sure, the performance review you were hoping for. And then you retweeted it, and I just wanted to know what was going on with Gary during all of that.
0: I was trying very hard to discern a specific piece of information from a very long Wikipedia page, and there was a time crunch because. The show was wrapping up and I gave him the wrong information. And that was a mistake on my part. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, you mean? I that? meant how
1: would you feel about – like when you retweeted it, what were you thinking? Like do you do you always feel bad or was it – were you just kind of – No, I always – that
0: – it's not uncommon that something goes wrong. I And I'm hard on myself. I don't – you know, it's not – he doesn't take it lightly. So neither do I.
1: Yeah. Yeah. In that way, you and I are similar in that – We don't cut ourselves a lot of slack and this is a workplace where a lot of – no one is really – I was going to say no one has really cut a lot of slack. But in a sense, people are cut a lot of slack but you hear about most of the infractions. Like no one – like ultimately people – ultimately we have a lot of slack here. But – uh, you'll be called on every little thing, so I think for you and I, when we get called on something, it can't really roll off, and we are and we're sort of preemptively calling ourselves on it so it can create a situation where it's um stressful, yeah, absolutely. all right, I did need to tell you guys, I know that you love when Gary and I talk fonts, and I have a little bit of hot font talk for you. I wish we had a hot font talk song hint. Um, so I've been thinking about cars lately. I've been thinking about cars, but I should be thinking about weddings. A lot of people near me, people who uh, are related to me and who are related to Daniel would love if we could pin down when this wedding thing is going to happen and where. But, um, my head's just not in that wedding place right now. It's in thinking about cars, uh, because that somehow seems easier. Anyway, I was looking at, Um, at Volkswagens today, not actually looking at them, just looking at them on the road. And I realized whatever font they use to write Jetta on the new Volkswagens, I really like it. It's unusual for a car font and for those little letters because they're very thin. So uh, if anyone knows what that is, let me know. Also, one more car thing. Gary, remember recently I was saying that I like the feel of a V8 and then you asked what my car is and or something I said V four and then you laughed and said it's not called a V four and I said, Oh it's a four cylinder. Well, I found out did you also? Some yeah. people have tweeted us some information. Yeah. The and if it's an eight has eight cylinders, they're in a V formation. If it has right. six cylinders, they're also in a V formation. And if it has four, they're just in a straight line. Correct. Look out, Carcast and other auto podcasts. <laughs> I just feel like there should be something snappier than four-cylinder. It should be like...
0: Inline four, I think is another way you can say it.
1: Oh, that's kind of snappy. All right. And I have a request for my loyal listeners. Or even my... my I'm trying to think. What's the opposite of loyal? My uh, fair-weather listeners. Just basically, you, people. if you're listening to this, I have a request for you. I need your brain power summon whatever you have to spare here we go so I'm working on a television thing and I don't know how many details I can give so I'm going to be very vague but I need your help coming up with a title because the the working title that I have is a piece of shit it's worse than a piece of shit it's a piece of shit that's been nibbled on by my dog which is not hypothetical I see it all the time it's pretty upsetting here we go. So basically, can you think of a good name for something? Again, I'm being very vague. If you were to hear the real show idea, I'm sure you'd be convinced it's really, really good. But on the off chance that you wouldn't, I'm not going to tell you. I'm just going to give you the very the broad strokes. Something that gets at me trying to get to the bottom of things, me exploring things. That's what I'm saying. I realize that doesn't – that's very general. But I just need some title that evokes that. So the main things are me, that's Allison, Rosen, that's who I am, and uh, like in search of or exploring or asking, well, asking questions, but I don't know that that's the right tack. Just sort of, yeah, just trying to get to the bottom of things. Let me know. You can tweet me, at Allison Rosen, or at ARIYMBF also. You probably know this, but in case you don't, we have a ringtone available It's very exciting. Let's hear it, Gary. Hey,
2: hey, hey, go fuck yourself.
1: Imagine if that's what happened in your phone when you got a call. Or you could probably set that to be your text alert tone as well, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because I think you guys... That's always how I envisioned it.
1: Yeah. I think you guys know how I feel about about just the phone and getting phone calls. So I'd like to reenact what it would be like instead... If uh, I had this ringtone, this one that you guys can get from the iTunes store. So, okay, I'm going to set the scene. It's a dark and stormy morning. You guys didn't think I was going to go that way, did you? And you know what? I'm in bed. I'm still in bed. and, uh, and, And I would rather sleep. But then this happens in my phone.
2: Hey, 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 go fuck yourself.
1: Oh, my God. I wonder who that is. It was an awful reenactment. That's not how it would go down. But I'm just saying it would make me smile and it can make you smile, whether it's your text tone or your ringtone. So the way you get that is from your iPhone search. Hey, go fuck yourself in the iTunes store that's it it's just that simple now it has to be from your iphone right gary it can't be when you're on your computer
0: yeah that's correct isn't
1: that kind of weird kind of yeah uh, okay now if people ask us what do they do if they have or th- let me let me rephrase that question are there any sort of like fancy workarounds or anything for people that don't have iphones or is this iphone only at this point
0: it's currently iphone only
1: okay and also while you're giving us your money Um, don't forget special bonus live episode from the L.A. Podcast Festival with Doug Benson and Greg Proops, and that is $1.99 in the iTunes Comedy Album section store, iTunes Store Comedy Album section. I feel like I'm hung up on word order a little more than other people. Okay, I'm trying to figure out. I said that we would answer some of your tweets so we could do that, or we have a special guest who's just sitting right outside the studio it's Matt the Porcelain Punisher Fondelier. Boom. Now, that, <laughs> that that boom is like boom. is <laughs> I can't get enough of it. It's it's right under my joy over having the Hey Go Fuck Yourself ringtone is the fact that that ringtone and just that drop exists at all. If you don't know who Matt is, which I find hard to believe. Um, he works at Corolla Digital and he appears f- – well, Adam talks about him frequently. Porcelain Punisher because – well, you know what? Let's bring him in and then we can talk about the fact that I briefly was going to be called the Porcelain Punisher. And then somehow, I don't know, Matt's diarrhea took center stage and I avoided that whole thing, thankfully. Boom. <laughs> Hi Matt. Hey, hey. Come Thank you. make yourself comfortable. Oh I shall. Put on the headphones. Yeah. Here all we right. go.
3: Do I get like some entrance music or anything like that?
1: Oh. I'm just saying, some people get
2: entrance Bam. music. <laughs> there we go. That's all I need.
1: Um so Matt, I was just sharing with them the fact that I that for a little while, big stinky craps. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I think I think damage to, like, just bathroom wreckage, all of that, was going to be associated with me. Really? Do you not remember this? Because I told a story of clogging my boyfriend's toilet, which was mortifying.
3: I think I do remember that one.
1: So there was, like, a very, very short window of time where I was the one who was on the receiving end of bathroom jokes and whatnot. But then what happened was, I think— uh, Adam was upset with your. I don't know. Not, Adam was upset with something. I feel that like maybe it had right. to do Adam with. was
2: upset with, with something. Car, you're, with you're cleaning right. the
1: carpets or something. Okay. And then someone was defending you and saying that, like you were taking it really hard. You'd been in the bathroom with diarrhea all morning.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's what they claim.
1: And then suddenly, so suddenly I <laughs> I was in the clear, and you were associated with being the porcelain punisher.
3: Sure, and it, it was a glorious day.
1: Really? You feel good about it? Well,
3: now that you say that you were almost the Porcelain Punisher, I almost wonder if our paths would have crossed. Like, maybe I would be hosting Matt Fondelier your new best friend, and you <laughs> would just be cleaning up after Adam, and you'd be the Porcelain Punisher. Think, of,
1: I think know. of what could have happened. Well, you know what? In the multiverse, if you believe that all possibilities are happening... You know, right now, yeah, no matter what, I absolutely believe. I feel like I started to explain. That's quantum physics. There's right? another
3: one of you that explained it correctly, though.
1: Right. Think okay. About that. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say I feel like I started to explain it sort of well, and then like really quickly it just went like, but yeah. you're right.
3: That's just the the parallel universe that we're currently in is the one that you messed up explaining it, and then we talk about it.
1: Why? Why do we
3: have to be stuck in this one?
2: I don't know. Well, I want to
1: reach over to the other one where I'm punishing porcelain, but really I know about quantum physics.
3: Let's start it tonight. How about I just host your show for the rest of the month and you can hang out here at the shop the rest of the day and the rest of the month?
1: I, the first part of that works for me. Okay. <laughs> it'll
3: but then. Like, It'd be like trading places or trading wives.
2: I don't want to do It'd be like shows. sliding
3: doors. Sliding. Oh, uh, wait. That's a, a. Sliding doors? With Gwyneth. Sliders? No, no. <laughs>
2: sliding. Oh, oh you, the subway with one, Paltrow.
3: right? Where she got on the subway. Yeah, and then the other one, she didn't. That's right. That was a ridiculous. That's movie
1: right. That. And and we should mention that you know about movies and you host a podcast. Yes. there will be spoilers. There will be spoilers. Yeah, let you plug that.
3: Thanks. I just did. Yeah, it was great.
1: You For live sure. with Gary.
3: Yeah. What's yeah. that like? That's actually great. Uh, our roommate before Gary was one of my best friends in college, and he was a super messy guy. And over time, we just kind of had to go our separate ways pretty awkward but very convenient that around that same time gary and i became really good friends and he was able to move in take the place there's really not nothing funny about it i don't know gary
0: i the way that you said (laughs) there's nothing funny about it was really suspect at the end of there
3: (laughs) nothing funny going on here
0: no it's it's good yeah it's really nice we uh we are we all get along really well we have a cool house
1: because you, Gary, went from living alone to now living in, like, a real-world house situation. Which, not to say there's cameras there, but there's just a lot of you, aren't there?
3: Uh, yeah, there's four of us, and the other guys are uh, also friends of mine from college. So mm-hmm. Gary definitely, like, had to come and make, make friends with everybody. Yeah. But in a really weird, uh, I guess you can call this a weird universe, uh, Gary's dad and my college buddy's dad knew each other.
1: That is weird. Just
3: completely randomly, because I obviously only know Gary through here and the other guy I met in college. You wouldn't think that they'd had that connection, but they did.
1: Right. That's strange. Was it discovered via Facebook or actual life?
0: No, it was actual life. Matt asked me to drive him and his roommate to uh, the airport like a couple months ago. or A couple, couple years ago maybe at this point. Yeah. And we stopped at an ATM and Matt was getting money and we were making small talk and we figured out that our dads were partners. Mm-hmm.
3: That's partners cool. Business-wise, let's, let's, yeah. not, let's, uh, let's be clear. Not partners.
1: Could you be more homophobic?
0: <laughs>
3: Seriously. Like, what is going oh, on? on right here?
1: Jeez. Well, who who well, is this? N- another suspect statement in this universe.
3: Oh, man.
1: I Wait, I was going to ask something. Really starting
3: to wish you were the Porcelain Punisher right around <laughs> This universe not working out for me. One
1: of my favorite moments was uh, the bathroom here was out of order. And you put up a sign that says bathroom out of order, not Matt's fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> I just wanted it to be clear. Right. That was totally not my fault. I think there was just something wrong with the plunger at that time. That had nothing to do with uh any sort of porcelain destruction.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah. I will say the bathroom situation this was one of the biggest like situations of um the bends not literally but just the difference in lifestyle of – when I lived in New York and I was doing television stuff all the time where they send a car and they bring you in and they do your makeup and it's all like very nice and fancy and all that versus driving an an hour and a half or two hours because at this point I was living in Orange County to get here to audition and then um, the bathroom here, which at that point was – there was like a lot more um, – um, Special magazines in there and, yeah, and just, just in just a right, yeah. There's a lot of good reading material if looking at naked women is what you want to see, right? And uh, yeah, it was just sort of the opposite of glamorous, but anyway, I so I need to bitch for a second about the bathrooms here, sure.
3: Go for it. I won't. There's I a won't
1: women's bathroom there. mm-hmm. and there's a men's bathroom, but the women's bathroom is the only one that ha- wait, no, yeah, that has a sink, yeah. What's up with that?
3: Well. First of all, there's a sink right outside both bathrooms. That's true. So I think that's mostly what, what the guys do.
1: That you just wash your hands in the kitchen sink.
3: Yeah, just wash your hands in the kitchen sink, exactly. Okay. I think – I mean those bathrooms have gone through a lot of changes even in the last couple of years. When you first were here, the, the men's bathroom didn't even have a sit-down toilet. It was the urinal and right. a shower.
1: That, yes. That's – okay. I knew I was – Which, I was, let's a,
3: face it, are two urinals.
1: I was <laughs> – Oh, I know. I was about to complain about something, but then I'm like, wait a minute. What I was going to complain about originally, now I remember, was it just funnels all the poop taking into the women's bathroom. That's what oh, I was yeah. going to say. Because, and then I'm like, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense anymore. Now that's what it, it was, That's what. That's what bothered me from the beginning. That there was only one toilet. Right. So if number two was happening, it was happening
3: in the girls' bathroom
1: in my office,
3: right. which is where all the all you're the in my is. office. Exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's right. All right. Enough poop talk. Let's talk. Sure. Well, I'll, let's talk about boom. But I wanted to ask this. Okay. So you guys live together and you work together. Right. When I was going out, one of my ex boyfriends I worked with and going out with him and working together. I know that you guys don't actually go out together, but it was just a lot of each other. Um but for you guys does it like this is a pretty unique place does it help to be able to like can you commiserate is kind of what i'm asking and yeah.
3: share oh, notes absolutely. and run things by each other and stuff Yeah of course and you know we both produce ace on the house together i think that was really when we kind of established a working relationship together and that was part of the reason why I wanted to ask him to come live with us because I knew that we could bounce ideas off each mm-hmm. other and that we do kind of commiserate on certain levels about certain aspects of the job just because we're both here all the time and we're both very intricately involved in a lot of stuff that goes on here. So, yeah, I mean, it is, it is a little strange. We were talking about it actually the other night, just the idea that we've now lived with each other for probably six months or so. And I don't think that us working together has had any impact on the level of enjoyment in which we have living together. You know, it doesn't. It's cool that we can carpool every once in a while, but I don't really see any of the negativity other than maybe one of us is ready to just turn it off for the day right. and the other one could be still stressed out and then they want to talk about the job. It's like, all right, let's let's reconvene tomorrow, nine A. M., you know? But it's I don't think it's bad at all. I mean Who usually wants to turn it off first? Oh it's it's, <laughs> it's pretty evenly matched. It's very
0: different. It just depends on the night. Yeah.
3: yeah. I mean yeah. we
0: carpooled last night and that was really good for my psyche.
3: Yeah, it's a good thing I was driving.
0: Yeah. No, I was not. Yeah, I was really upset on the way home. So it was nice that I wasn't driving and that I could sit there and bitch to him.
3: Right. Yeah. So, I was like, Hey, come on, buddy. It's not all that bad, you know. <laughs> and then, of course, like earlier in the week, I was like, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. You and know, he we was just, like, Hey, come on, man. It's all good. Yeah. It's
0: rare that we both have a bad day, and when we do, we just don't talk about it. It's yeah. Exactly. Just, what are you gonna do? benefits I mean,
3: nobody.
1: Right. You need a third person. To right. So wait, were you you were upset over what we talked about earlier or other stuff?
0: Yeah. No, over what we talked about earlier. It's just. It was frustrating.
1: Yeah. See, part of me thinks. What I was going to say is, I think that uh, I don't know that people are that, aw- I mean, vague, but I don't know if people are that aware of how hard people take these things. But at the same time, I almost think to be an effective leader and boss, you have to not be that aware of it because you have to be able to say, this wasn't what I wanted or this, you know, within reason. And if you're worried about hurting people's feelings all the time, then you wouldn't. I'm trying to find a positive spin.
0: No, I understand what you're saying. And let's be clear. He didn't hurt my feelings. I I messed up and he said out loud that I messed up. There's nothing wrong with what he did. I wasn't mad at him. I made a mistake trying to do my work too fast. That was stupid. Instead of typing out what I thought the answer was, I should have told him to wait, and I should have figured out exactly what the answer was. And I was frustrated with myself for that because I know better. So that was my frustration. Yeah. yeah not just, he, he hadn't made me feel bad. Him saying out loud that I was an idiot was correct. I yeah, mean To add to that,
3: I was just going to say, it's not like on the drive home, you're all like, oh, I can't believe Adam said that to me. It's no. more like, god damn, I can't believe I fucking did that. And yeah. it's just more like you beat up on yourself about it. And right. I'm the same way, too. Like, I – Believe me, I don't want to make Adam unhappy. That's the absolute last thing that I want to do. So, <laughs> really, when it, it's such a pleasurable experience. Right? So, when it actually happens, it's not like you're upset that it's not like you're upset that he got mad at you. No, you're, you're right. just mad at yourself for making him get mad. Right?
1: You're mad because you you've been walking around being like trying to avoid this situation, trying to avoid this situation, and, and I know how to avoid it. And then you step in it accidentally. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. Is that I know yeah. better.
0: Like that's that's not. It's yeah. I know better. It's not like that happened, and I was like, oh, okay. Well, now I know for next time. Like, no, I knew right. last time. Like, I like it was just dumb. And, and for those people, are the hardest ones for me. It's like,
1: yeah. For people who don't know, you're suddenly in a position. You're you're filling in for Lynch in a lot of ways. So you're suddenly kind of on the front lines of this a lot more. If, would that be an accurate way to put it? In this yeah, when metaphor. He,
0: yeah, <laughs> you no, know, yeah. When he barks out, when he asks a question and wants it looked up ultimately i'm the one who's giving the answer whether or not someone else has helped me get there it's coming from me so if it's incorrect that's going to come down on me yeah
1: all right let's talk about boom and then let's take some twitter questions and matt if you want to hang out and answer twitter questions as well yeah that I'd could be to. fun okay awesome. so boom is my boom. <laughs> my new fucking favorite thing good what boom. happened was you said it on the show offhand and then Brian completely offhand. Let, yeah, let it be clear, right? And then Brian grabbed it and started playing it as a drop, and I couldn't stop laughing at the time. I think it started because he was playing it really quietly, and it sounded almost like a little rubber band snapping.
3: Hmm. Can uh, you, uh, you get a sample of that, Gary? A little, Boom. A little, little quieter. A little more like a rubber band. <laughs> Boom.
1: Boom. <laughs> I fucking love it. But do you say this? So now it's be, it's become a sensation. It's a ringtone. Do you say mm-hmm. it all the time?
3: I did say it all the time, and I'll tell you, I am still, is I am still saying it all the time, but now I can't say it, because every time I say it, I get like the raised eyebrow from whoever, because everybody knows about it now.
0: So. I'll defend Matt, though. He said, boom, a good two to six times a day, as it was before yeah, just, this. Like, I mean, just, the fact that it's been recorded and is now a phenomenon is hilarious, Yeah, but it's not like you know, you caught him saying something that he he would only say on, on air. He said it all the fucking time.
3: And let's also just say that in no way am I taking ownership over the idea of saying boom for something. That's not – it didn't just come to me out of the ether. I most certainly have seen other characters in TV shows and various things say it. So it just got ingrained into my speech pattern. And then now it's – okay, now that's what Matt says. But that's not always – that was not always the case. Boom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, noted that you don't think you invented boom. Yeah, I did not invent boom. Although did, now I will take any money made off of it. Trademarked. Did, did you
1: it. uh always say it like bam, like boom. with the
3: e w that yeah. everyone spells it with? <laughs> I guess I do. I don't know. My friend, my other roommate Austin calls it podcast voice, which is like anytime oh, I'm on air, I always I kind of turn it up a little bit. Yeah. I just call it putting energy into what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But he likes to call it podcast voice and I guess that's sort of where the boom, bleh, like the heightened thing comes from Right, right. At least right. that's where I think it comes from. Gary? <laughs> <laughs> just shut the hell up, Gary. Podcast voice is not a myth. <laughs> uh, not a myth.
1: But what? But you've heard boom two to six times each day for oh, the yeah, last right. many months. Was it? Is it sometimes OO and sometimes EW?
3: Not
0: really. I mean, yeah. he, he says it the same way. It's just he, he does... He
3: brings it when he's on mic, and <laughs> why wouldn't you? That's right. Uh, okay, I can be boring on the mic. But I don't want to do that.
1: No, that wouldn't plenty, be fair to your listeners. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm, t- I'm trying to find some i t- I mean, some Twitter questions. And while I do that,
3: by the way, how do you even? You got to go on your iPhone and you have to type in "Porcelain Punisher." Boom. Is that is that the idea to get the Oh yeah, the ring how tone? do you
1: get the ringtone?
3: Yeah, I mean, the easiest
0: way to do it is to type in "Porcelain Punisher." Okay, you you can. There's a lot of things you can type in. You just have to sift through more results. You can type in the Adam Carolla show, and if you you know look far enough down, eventually you'll get to that. Yeah. But uh,
3: also, if you type in Spoilers dot com and you listen to episodes on my show, I say boom in many episodes. <laughs> one of which actually Chris Maxipata was in. I think I started an episode saying boom, and Chris just made fun of me for the first five minutes of my own show. Okay. So listen, you can get your treats of boom anywhere. <laughs> It's widely available.
1: In another, in a parallel universe, yes. if you type in "Porcelain Punisher" on your iPhone. I bet it pulls up my ringtone. That's right. I that, know. Wow. Crazy. Just blew my mind. Okay. All right. What's Gary's favorite Blink One Eighty Two song? Now, Matt, are you also a Blink One Eighty Two fan?
3: Um. Okay. I uh, in eighth grade, I got the uh, the album with the hot nurse on the cover, which the one that had that. Uh, What's my name again? Right, what's that? What's that album called? Yeah, um, and, um, and of the, the state, state right? Mm-hmm. And uh, that song. What's my name again? There's a line in the song where uh, he says the the state looks down on sodomy, and I was 12 years old when I heard the song. No idea what that meant. So i was just listening to my headphones, and I asked my parents what saw to me and they had a lot of questions about what I was listening to. So that's that's my Blink One Eighty Two experience. I'm pretty sure after that, the yeah. album was banned from my CD player. Um, I know a few of the songs, but I'm probably not a hardcore fan like Gary. Is.
1: I have a uh, similar, similarly awkward story. We were in Las Vegas, and we went to see maybe the Smothers Brothers or something, and Joan Rivers opened. And I was nine and I did not understand a lot of it. And I just remember in the elevator afterwards, and there was a lot of people in the elevator, I was like, Mom! But asking in this frustrated way because I had been repeatedly asking her and she kept not answering. I was like, Mom, what's an orgasm? Because <laughs> <laughs> a lot of her jokes had that word in it. Nice. All right, Gary. What is your favorite Blink-182 song? I I
0: don't know. That's a really hard question. that I- Untitled, I guess. Off Dude Ranch is – that whole album is
3: great. Okay. Dude Ranch is the one with the the bull with the yeah. nutsack, right? Yeah, I think I had that album too. Okay. I, I don't remember the names of albums. I just remember the picture on yeah, the cover, you know? Yeah,
1: I know. Um, Allison, any tips for starting a podcast? And both of you are either of you – oh, and both or either of you excited for Man of Steel. Um, my tips on starting a podcast would be um, – Get good guests who will tweet about your podcast.
0: Use feed burner.
1: Okay. That's a good tip. I don't know what that is, but that is a good tip. It's a good tip. Do you have
3: a, a my, tip? My tip is just to do it.
1: Yeah, like, and be consistent. Don't,
3: don't tell yourself that there you don't have the equipment for it. Find a way to do it, especially with phones, laptops. First podcast I ever recorded, we actually took a handheld movie camera, and I just kept the lens on the cap, and we just passed the camera around and used the microphone of the video camera. And that was the audio that we used. Was so, it as
1: shitty as it sounds like it was?
3: It worked. It totally worked. You know, especially if you're first getting started, you're yeah. not going to have 200,000 downloads. You're going to have like 10. <laughs> true.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: That's true. So I'm just saying, just do it. Don't make the excuse. Don't say you can't. True. If, if you have a phone, you can do it now. Yes. You go. Yes.
1: In fact, when I was like, you know what? I'm tired. I'm tired of waiting for, for permission from the man to do my podcast. <laughs> that was a thought I had one day, but I didn't. I, it wasn't so. Like, sassy as that. But I thought, you know, I'm just going to try recording a podcast while I was actually driving up to LA. And I did it on my phone. I just recorded something. There Nothing you go. ever came of it. But anyway, yeah, I, I had started to try to do it on my phone. Okay. Man of Steel. I, what is that? That's a movie, <laughs> right? <laughs> Clearly looking forward movie. to that
3: one. Hmm. Yeah, new Can't Superman wait. movie. It's uh, produced by Christopher Nolan, who did the most recent Batman movies. Um, it's sort of, I guess, a darker, grittier Superman. At least that's what everyone says.
1: Okay. Then yeah. no, I'm not. Um is Gary dating or looking to? I'm
3: gonna let him
0: answer that one. Uh yeah, I that's I, You don't wanna answer? Not, not really.
3: So he's that... not looking to date.
0: Everyone's there, looking yeah, to that's date. A, Come on. That's a fair enough
3: that's a fair enough answer. Okay. There you go. Uh
1: Matt, what about you?
3: Yep, dating. Very nice. Met a lovely girl, Halloween.
1: Oh, you're still with the lovely Halloween girl?
3: Yes, I am. Oh, good. Yeah. Good for you. It's Look at you. It's actually your birthday this weekend. Going to go spend a lot of money on dinner. Awesome.
1: Now, are you going to do the thing where you get <gasps> a God, gift?
3: dinner much? <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm are totally you going to get
1: a gift or a lot of gifts? Or is dinner the gift?
3: Uh, it's funny because I asked Gary <laughs> this exact same question yesterday. We're going for a very expensive dinner, right? Okay. Like, very where? expensive.
1: Where are you going or do you not want to say?
3: Uh, it's called Providence. Oh, sounds expensive. Very expensive. So my question to Gary was, if we're going for a super expensive dinner, does that mean I also need to still buy a gift?
1: And what was Gary's answer?
3: Absolutely yes. Yeah. So I will. Because I'm a good boyfriend.
1: But I, yeah, you sound like a good boyfriend.
3: I am, despite any sarcasm you had in there.
1: No, it, that, was, that was just the way my voice is. I actually meant that sincerely. Good. Okay. Why do you hate when we fave your tweets? Sometimes I can't retweet. And then he put hashtag boom. <laughs> um, no, I think you misunderstood. I don't hate when people fave the tweets. I was just saying I think that everyone who tweets what they're looking for is a retweet more than a fave. Hmm. Would you agree?
2: Yeah. I,
3: uh, you know, I'm, I feel like I, I've been using Twitter for three years and I still barely get it. I, you're right though. I think people would definitely prefer to have it retweeted to all your followers because if you just favorite it, that's like liking somebody's Facebook post. Yes. Right? That's yeah. pretty much all it is now. But yes. I, listen, if I if I get my post favorited, that always feels pretty good. Yeah, it does. Yeah, that's true. But a retweet feels better.
1: But a fave feels great too. Favorite Pixar movie was Finding Nemo. Pixar. Oh yeah, it was. Then yes, that's
0: mine. Yeah,
3: that's that's definitely mine too. Oh yeah. Uh, the Toy Story trilogy. You got to pick one, Gary. Who made you the arbiter of this show? Oh okay. I I did. If this were Matt <laughs> Mandelier's your new best friend and that other universe we were talking about, right. I would mandate Toy Story have to one. Pick one. Toy Story fair One. Enough. Okay. To be fair, if whichever one you would have said, I would have said that was the right choice. Yeah, I mean
0: it, that, that was. But the first time you saw Toy Story One, it was mind blowing.
1: It's crazy. It's true. Would you ever consider going car? Oh, I haven't been saying who's been. Sorry, people, I didn't say your name, Marco Teets. Uh, Would you ever consider going carless in L.A. instead of getting a new car? Hell no. (laughs) No. It's it's not even an option. I think that the
3: person who asked that is not from L.A., right? He he is, is. actually.
1: I think he's He's just being silly. He's definitely
3: from L.A. Okay. Yeah. I challenge him to not have a car. Right. Yeah. Actually, he's selling
1: his car right now. I wonder if he's trying to go carless. I doubt it. I just don't think anyone would try that unless
3: they have nowhere they have to be. Well, I think if you – if you just think that L.A. is just this little city, like kind of like New York City, where you can just everything's within a few blocks of each other, then maybe you could see how you could get around without a car. But fact is, L.A. includes Santa Monica, Westwood, downtown L.A., Hollywood. Like right. all of these things are all twenty minutes apart from each other. But it, anybody who's from that area will say, "Oh yeah, I'm from L.A." Yeah. So if we had but a even, more... but
1: even like the grocery store. I couldn't easily walk to and walk back with groceries
3: yeah you know I had one one apartment that I uh, lived in when I was in college the Ralph's was literally across the street and we could actually take the supermarket cart into our room and unload it and then just leave the cart in the hallway and they had a Ralph's guy come by and pick up all the carts and take them back that's cool it was awesome but other than that yeah I've never been in a place where I could just drive or could I walk to the grocery store did it look way.
1: sort of like homeless people live there until he
3: collected the carts eh, it was never too bad it was a nice it was a nice unit
1: Right, where did you go again?
3: Uh, Lay over Marymount.
1: Oh yeah, I think I knew that. Um, oh, here's a question, <laughs> a question that I always find really difficult to answer. But this, but this one's for Gary. What does Gary want to do in five years?
0: Yeah, that's not. It's so
1: uh, hard, right?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Is it part of? See, for me, it's actually I think at this point easier because I can just, like, I've sort of, well, because I'm older. And I think your life changes less as you get older. Because when I was young, it always just—I just would always say, "I just want to be happy." And I had these lifetime goals, like I want to write a book someday. I want to do this. I want to do that. But I didn't want to—I didn't want to adhere to a timeline. I think because I don't know if it was like I was afraid to commit to doing something within a certain amount of time. I don't know what it is. You're—you're you're very positive thinking, Matt. Mm-hmm, yeah. Do you have a five-year plan? Um, not
3: specifically. I guess at some point in my life I might have tried to think about things 5 years in advance, but I don't know, I would say most of my happiness is derived from being in the present moment as they say, and frankly being here makes me so happy, it's really hard for me to think about another like I need to really think about what my next big life goal would be. Yeah. Um to answer it vaguely, I love being as involved with this place as I would like to be at any other number of film production studios. That would be an ideal job for me. Be cool to do what I do for Adam, but do it for Steven Spielberg, let's say. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome. Can it happen in five years? Maybe. I mean, probably not, but it could happen. Five years ago, I wouldn't have thought I'd be working for Adam. What if you
1: said to Adam, I'm leaving you for Steven Spielberg?
3: Yeah. Oh, that would that would be a great day. That would be a really funny conversation to have with him. I don't I don't know how he would react to that. That's
1: my question. Yeah, I think Honestly I, th- I feel like he'd
3: be I think he he'd would be actually,
1: happy for you but he'd be sad.
3: Yeah, I think he would be genuinely excited for me, but I think he'd also would be really disappointed and I would hope that he would want me to stay. Yeah, which I think he would, but
1: No, I'm sure he would.
3: Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. 5 years is a long time. A lot can happen in 5 years. It really That's can. What I'm saying. It's hard That's to, why yeah. I don't like to think about it that far. It's hard to think even 6 months from now. I don't even know where I'm going to go this summer. That's the thing. Yeah,
1: when people make like I remember um Around Y2K, people were making their New Year's plans like years in advance, not around Y2K, before Y2K. And I thought, how I can't – I am uncomfortable with things like – well, there's nothing in my life where I actually have to put my name on a wait list for it. But if there was, if it was like some vacation spot where we have to be on a wait list or even like in two years we're going to go – I can't even do that. Yeah. That is too hard.
3: Yeah, oh, definitely. A couple of weeks ago, we were buying concert tickets for Hollywood Bowl shows at the end of the year. Yeah, that'd I'm be like, hard
1: for me. I mean,
3: I, I don't know if I'm going to be available September 23rd. Like, I guess I will be, but that's yeah. so long from now. I still bought the tickets, you know. Who is it? Uh, Vampire Weekend and oh. Beirut. little double feature. Nice. Could be fun.
1: You are such a hipster. I
3: know. Oh. <laughs> Actually, I don't really feel like I'm a hipster. I don't know. Vampire Weekend, I like are you three going of their to, Are you songs. going, Gary,
1: to these shows? No.
3: No, I'll make sure that he doesn't go to those shows. No, these sound like dates to me. Yeah, they'll be date nights. Um, Yeah, Vampire Weekend, I I just know a couple songs. I think they're pretty cool. Beirut is actually a band that one of my good friends really loves. They just happen to be playing the same night. Um, Yeah. I I love going to to concerts. I don't go to enough of them, but there's never been one that I went to that I was like, wow, that was a waste of my time.
1: Oh, I'm trying to think. For me, actually, I hit a point where – I realized whenever a huge all day festival that's outdoors comes to town I put myself through hell of like oh my god I ha-. this is this was a million thousand years ago but I would always be like I have to go I have to go to Lollapalooza I have to go to Coachella I have to go to Weenie Roast I have to go to a like I have to I will die if I don't go I I mean that's an exaggeration but I really felt this urgency of like I have to go Did you I mean, actually I, go to any yeah, of them? Yeah, I went to all of them. Nice. I know I know the person I am now um Sort of uh, anal and pale. <laughs> I haven't always been this gal. I've actually I've been, always been those things, but I also I used to be someone who was that way. But went to a lot of shows.
3: Which what year Coachella did you go to? The first one. The very first one. The very first oh, that's one. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, that was when it was just one day. That wasn't yeah. like a three day festival at that point, right? Right.
1: Yeah. No, I've never done the the only multiple day thing I did was. The before Vans Warped Tour was that, it was a two-day festival called Bored in OC and Bored in South Bay. But the Orange County date – it was two different days. The Orange County date got canceled and moved to the Olympic Velodrome. So both days were held in South Bay actually. Gotcha. Um, yeah. That was that was really fun.
3: I love those multi-day festivals. This was my fifth year going to Coachella. Again, I guess that makes me a hipster. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, to but me, that just
1: sounds a little bit like hell to me. Oh, but I guess awesome. if you do it's it so in a way fun. where it's not
3: um, awful. No, I mean, those festivals, they've got shows playing 12 hours, like 11 in the morning to yeah. midnight. And when I've gone, you know, they usually they they space out the acts so that the better bands come toward the end of the night. So especially this past year, we don't even get to the concert ground until like four or five o'clock. Mm-hmm. You spend most of the day just hanging out in the pool, hanging out wherever place you're staying. And it's just about the people you're with and. Once you get to the grounds, then it's awesome. But it's not like in Coachella where it's 120 degrees all day long. We're hanging out in the pool most of the day. It's not hell at all.
1: Do you remember this feeling from back when you were perhaps in college or just single? Um, a feeling of like starting out a night and there's someone that you have a crush on, and you're just trying to find that person, and so you like do you do a lot of party hopping. Just hoping to just
3: attract the one yeah, person. Yeah, to get
1: to that person, and then there's like that feeling of oh, when you're finally at the place where that person is. It sounds like stalking, but that's not exactly what I'm saying. <laughs>
3: that sounds exactly like stalking. <laughs>
1: but that feeling of constantly in pursuit of something it's is a horrible. Feeling it's pretty awful because you can't ever enjoy what you're doing no. in the moment. Which is totally anti-your-whole anti philosophy. Yes. Um, but that is what I used to always experience at those big concert festivals where there were multiple stages and so much going on at once. And that's actually kind of what South by Southwest, the music festival, uh, at times was like for me. And I went to that um, over and over and over because and, I was always writing about it. But this feeling of wherever I am, there's somewhere else I should
3: probably be. Sure. Well, you should reframe it that wherever you are is the place to be. I I'm like saying? that. That's
1: right. I don't think I could you're not do not that. not missing anything because you're not
3: there. <laughs> That's right. Um, to address the idea of a big concert feeling like that, I completely agree. Especially at Coachella, there's nine different stages. Everyone wants to see their own shows, and then you decide you're going to meet up an hour later. You really have to learn how to turn off that so you can enjoy the music. Yeah. Relating it to parties, I've had that feeling of I need to talk to that person at a single party. I've never left the party and then followed, stalked them to another party.
1: I've only done. I just remember that from college, where there were multiple parties I see, on like, like campus, a row or something. Or, well, we didn't have a frat row, okay, yeah, but it, but it, it something. Me. Okay, <laughs> I, don't,
3: I bet something like
1: that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, just, there's just a lot of parties going on, you know, on a campus. Or I think actually at South by Southwest, there was a guy I had a crush on, and I remember wanting to like go, like trying to find him that night, and mm-hmm. saying to my French to call him, and she's like, "Wait, he might be at the party," and then that we're going to right now, and then he was. It didn't help me at all because, you know, because he and I had hooked up already, like in a different state, in, in a different state.
3: <laughs> really starting and to go, so I one was... more tech in the stalker column.
2: Continue.
1: <clears throat> right. And well, no, we were kind of friends, though, okay. but we lived in different places. And I think I was hoping that we could rekindle um, the tawdry fling we'd had because mm. I actually sort of liked him. But then uh, it was it was not meant to be. So even though we ended up at the same party, it you know didn't it didn't help at all. But I remember thanking my saying to my friend, "Thank you so much for for telling me not to call him because I would have been making him fool myself." Whereas now I can just do that in person.
3: There you go. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, this has been so much fun. Thank you, Matt. Yeah, Thank pleasure. you, Gary. We have got to wrap this up because we've got so much other stuff to do. Um, but you guys, thank you so much for listening. If you're going to buy something on Amazon, which you are, because they have everything, why not click through the banner on my website, AlisonRosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra, and it helps the show. And get the uh, Hey, Go Fuck Yourself ringtone by searching that in the iTunes store. Get the hey,
2: boom. Hey, hey, go fuck yourself. Boom. <laughs> Let's combine <laughs> like- ringtone forces, Alison. Oh my Allison. God, I love That's that. That's
3: where the money is.
2: Hey, hey.
3: That—that's the boom layered into it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I was trying Wait, something. That makes a, if a you, home run.
1: What if you played? Hey, go fuck yourself while hitting boom the whole time, like repeatedly. Hey,
2: boom. Hey, boom. Go fuck boom. yourself. Boom. <laughs> boom. boom. <laughs> oh,
1: God, God, I love it.
2: I'm boom. Sure I never
3: said it. I just love
1: it. <laughs> All right, bye, you guys. I love you.
2: Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? show. Show.